And so last fall, uh, Dave and Bergstrom in one of the projects that we're working on asked, um, asked me to send a broadcast email to all our students to, uh, and ask them to submit their NBC story. So I think there are probably 10, 15 or so. And if you go to the website, nbc.edu forward slash stories, uh, you'll find, uh, like I said, about uh, 10 or 15 uh, stories from different, uh, from different students and uh, board members, faculty members uh, that contributed in their, their experience with NBC. Um, the one that I want to share with you today comes from, um, his name is Clifford Kuhn. And uh, he wrote me a couple of times uh, and said, I'll get you that story. And then, um, and then I didn't hear from him. And then I'll, another note, I'll, yeah, I'll follow up. And then, and then finally, he, um, uh, he sent the story and, and, it's, and it's posted on the website. Um, reason I shared it with uh, uh, President Sherwood is, is that it's just, uh, it, it, it's a unique story, but it's also maybe um, an, an example of the kinds of students or the range of students that, uh, that we have the opportunity to, uh, to prepare for effective ministry. Um, there are some people around this uh, screen that will remember uh, Terry Hedrick uh, from West Virginia. Uh, I, I got to know Terry when he was uh, a, a, camp, a, a student on campus 20 some years ago. And um, just always uh, always had good appreciation for the ministry that uh, that he had. Um, I, everyone else, uh, everyone again around the screen will know that he uh, started some cowboy churches in the western part of Colorado. Uh, he passed away within the last couple of years, but he was um, he was an effective minister and made uh, made connections with the people that uh, that the Lord led him to in the places that the Lord led him. You know, out on the range with with the cattle and the cowboys. Um, that was part of what happened. So this is so this is Clifford Coon's story, and um, I'm uh, I'm going to share what he what he shared with us, and uh, and then we'll and you'll see why I think uh, by the time we get through this, uh, why we felt like it was important that everybody had a chance to to get to know Clifford better. So he writes. My name is Clifford Allen Kuhn. I was born July 21, 1956 in Madison, West Virginia. I was brought up in my early childhood by my mother to know and depend on God since my father passed when I was not quite four years old. I still have fond memories of our Sunday school classes when I was a young lad. I continued to go to church until I got into junior high school. And then sadly, I drifted away from the church and its blessings that God had for me. Although God continued to bless me and take care of me in more ways than I can explain, I never came back to the church until after I had endured a painful divorce and had spent 10 years alone. I finally met the woman whom I knew was going to be my new wife. We commenced dating and she ultimately moved into my home and we lived together. Well, coming home from work one evening, the Free Will Baptist Church that is less a mile from my home had put out a sign announcing a revival in September. And when I got home, I told her that I wanted to go and hear this preacher because I had worked with him underground in the mine. She agreed, and 
we went that first Monday night. We sat in the back and the service had barely gotten started when both of us were in tears, under conviction, and holding on to that pew with both hands. We left that church that night without Jesus. You know, we were drawn back to the church every night, and every night we were under the most powerful conviction, but still would not to surrender to Jesus. We were afraid we could not quit the drinking, and we were living together. I was using snuff, and we would have to separate and not live together. Well, they held that revival over and said that they were going to extend it one more night. You know, we went that last night, and, and like the other nights before, we were under powerful conviction, so much so that as the service ended, we realized that we could not walk out of the church without Jesus in our hearts. So we went to the altar and surrendered Jesus, to Jesus, and our lives have not been the same. Yes, we got married and realized very quickly that it was not us who took away our sinful desires, but God who is working in us to clean us up to be a temple for his spirit to dwell in. Very early in my journey, I felt the need to read and study the word like I could not get enough of it. I, I am still the same way today. I love learning about God and everything about Christianity. Within a year in my home church, which was Free Will Baptist, I began leading our services and almost immediately I began re receiving comments concerning preaching. My new wife and I would go to the nursing home every Sunday and sing and minister to the residents. And if the preacher did not make it, I would fill in for them. Well, we ended up moving to Greenbrier County and in searching for a church, we found a Free Will Baptist Church and they are few and far between in that county. So we started going there. And after we were there about four months, the, the pastor resigned and retired. Preachers that were sent there from Cornerstone Church in Beckley every Sunday continually, continually asked me why I did not take the church. I did not have an answer, but when I did suggest to me pastoring the church, we were met with opposition. So we left there after a month, and then en route to another Free Will Baptist Church, God turned us around and sent us to the Greenbrier Valley Church of the Nazarene. We had visited this church once and liked it. And we had friends there. And so our calling comes to reality. As time went on, the pastor, Glenn Faxton, and I were spending quite a bit of time together helping others. And during those times, I shared my story with him. He immediately gave me an opportunity to preach about once a month on our Sunday night services. He retired. Don Armstrong took over as pastor. And Pastor Don, along with the board, issued me a local license. And in the fall of 2018, I entered the West Virginia South District Church of the Nazarene School of Ministry. I got down to where I only had four classes left in the summer of 2022. I found out in my visit with the district advisory board that only two of the four classes I needed for ordination were going to be offered for the following year, and I was devastated. I was thinking I'd have to wait another year to be ordained. I felt let down and betrayed. I felt like they did not want me to be ordained and that they were trying to discourage me. Anyway, we put Satan behind us and pressed forward for we knew it was God's will. And Pastor Sonny Williams of Tees Valley Church of the Nazarene gave me the name of a man to call at NBC. 
That man's name was Will Mackey. It was he who assured me that NBC could fulfill my need for four classes so I could be ordained this summer at our district assembly in Summersville, West Virginia. Well, I got started in August in an orientation class, and by the third day, I was ready to quit. <laughs> I had gotten COVID that night. I was running a fever and feeling awful, but I persevered. I knew I was driving Aaron crazy and, and everyone else because I was literally lost on a computer. I was ready to fold on Wednesday of that first week, and then the NBC chaplain, Gary Haynes, contacted me, and we called and we talked for a long time. He encouraged me so much and gave me so much confidence that after that day, I never had to aggravate anyone else. He was such a blessing to me, and I will never forget him in our conversation. After our discussion, God took hold of me and literally pulled me through four classes, all with A's. So now I'm taking my last class with our DS teaching, which will allow me to be ordained this summer. Praise the Lord. The faculty and staff at NBC, I want to thank each one for their contribution to my education. I learned a tremendous amount, which is being passed on to our congregation every week. I just want to thank everyone at NBC for their help, their encouragement, and patience with me. Again, thank you, NBC. I will always be grateful and thankful. Clifford Coombs.